Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Mind Design. Um, I'm your host, Raymond. And in this episode, I'm going to be breaking down and elaborating my thoughts on UFC 257, McGregor Poirier. I want to start with the co-main event. It was Dan the Hangman Hooker versus Iron Michael Chandler making his UFC debut from Bellator. I'm not going to lie. I was never, I've never paid much attention, if any at all, to Bellator up until I heard about Michael Chandler. I was like, you know what, I'm going to check this guy out. He had a pretty uh, pretty tasty highlight reel, right? But there's always skepticism. He was heavily doubted in uh, coming into this fight. And I understand, you know, he said it himself, you're not you're not the best in the world until you can beat the best in the world, which happens to be in the UFC, right? All the best fighters are in the UFC, that is the company. Um, so with that said, he was a heavy, Dan Hooker was the heavy favorite, right? And how I expected this fight to play out was not how it went at all. I was not as down on Chandler. I wasn't counting him out by any means. But I think we could all agree that Dan Hooker was not his most favorable matchup. I mean, he's even said it himself, right? So I expected the fight to go to go the distance. I really did. I thought Chandler would level change a few times, you know, try to time Dan's knee, um see what he could do through it and you know maybe most likely land a few takedowns and I'd assume there would have been a couple scrambles and it would have went back and forth however Chandler comes in immediately and walks Dan down he is walking him down dictating controlling the octagon right and I forget the shot. I think it was either an overhand feint or it was a a straight straight to the body and then Chandler came over with the uh with the hook that ultimately put Hooker away. Which was a hell of a fucking shot by the way. I was I was wowed on that. I was very impressed with his performance. Um to just go in there like that, heavily doubted. I mean the guy's been training his whole life for this, for that situation, I knew, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't just gonna be put off immediately, right, in either situation, had he would, had the fight gone on longer, I still believe that, uh, Chandler main, would have maintained a good chance to win that fight, um, with that being said, what's next for Michael Chandler, right, he's, called out Khabib, he called out a bunch of guys, um, and I'm not as opposed to the Dustin Poirier fight versus Chandler as Dustin is, I know, uh, Dustin said that, well, he doesn't want to fight a guy who just beat the guy he beat in Dan Hooker, and I understand that, but at the same time, Dustin went 25 minutes with Dan Hooker, Michael Chandler, it only took him, what, two, three minutes, if that, right, he, he walked in there and put him away, so, but I just think Dustin wants to see a little more of Michael Chandler, um, I definitely don't think he's ducking him, for sure, uh, that's just not who Poirier is, but I'm not as opposed to it as he is, 
I, that's not something I would hate to see for the title. No, I don't. I don't think Chandler should be able to come in. Granted, he put on a hell of a showcase. Well, I, I can't even say that it was. It was a sample size, right? He didn't really see much of his wrestling. He just came in there, you know, walked Hooker down, and eventually, very quickly, put him away. So I would, I would like to see. Um, Chandler probably fight eh, at least one more time, maybe two, but at least one more time uh, in order to fight Dustin. Um, and I don't think after, you know, the first fight that he should get a title shot, even after two. Um, I'm saying I'm not opposed to Chandler winning... Two to three more fights. I know I said one to two, but on second thought, two to three, probably three. If he can win three more fights in undeniable fashion, he deserves a title shot. Title shot. Um, I know Oliveira's probably in there. He's uh, between him and Gaethje. And then Connor is kind of the odd man out right now after, after the loss. But before I get into matchmaking... Let's talk about the main event, right? Dustin, like Michael Chandler, was a heavy underdog. Connor was the favorite, including me. I love Connor, right? I love Dustin too. Uh, I I told my girlfriend when we were watching the the build up, and we both looked at her at each other and was and were like, I wouldn't be mad if he lost, you know, because it being to Dustin, right? But you never want to see one of your favorite fighters lose, no matter what. And so walkouts happen, fight starts, um, Dustin threw some calf kicks that McGregor kind of moved his front leg out of for the first few, um, and Connor landed some crisp twos, man. He landed that Celtic cross a few times, um, but Dustin, I'll give it to him, he I think he kind of rolled with it, you know, which is a veteran boxing movie. You learn to roll with the punches. But I do think, you know, they definitely, uh, I don't know, I don't know if wobbled is the right word, but uh, definitely made him think about it. Of course, that was already in his head, right, from the fight six years ago. But there's a difference between remembering someone's power and then feeling it again within the first few seconds of the first round, right? So, first round's going on, they're kind of trading, um, Connors t- clipped him, I think, two, maybe three times with the left, at least twice, I want to say, in the first round, so round one goes to Connor. it wasn't by a landslide, but round one was, Connor won round one, uh, he didn't, and what I don't think a lot of people noticed was, Connor didn't use the stool around one. He was, for the first time, I think, in his career, he did not use the stool when uh, he was standing up and talking to his coach. And so that was nice to see, right? We all kind of questioned Connor's gas tank, and that's kind of been, you know, his biggest, one of his biggest uh, knocks on his skill set is between... His ground game, which I think has been disproven, even though uh, Poirier did get a takedown, Connor got right back up. You know, back never was on the mat. 
walked himself to the cage, which is typically more tiring for the person that took for, yeah. In those situations, I would have thought Dustin probably worked harder to try to keep him down than Connor did, just kind of using his arms and just kind of got himself to the cage and walked back up. And he was winning the clinch exchanges. But uh, back to what I was saying, the two biggest knocks on Connor's skill set were his ground game, which I think that's been disproven, uh, and his cardio. And I think that was disproven too. Uh, I I guess I can't really say that the fight was only seven seven minutes some, you know, I think it was two minutes into the second. But he looked fresh even going into the second. It was just that fucking low calf kick, man. And uh, coming from someone, you know, I lost my first kickboxing bout to a leg kick, and we were wearing shin guards. Um, it wasn't a TKO, but I can I can tell you, and it was it wasn't a low calf kick, but similar concept, right? I was getting drilled right above the knee in that thigh muscle, and after eating a few of those, I can only imagine the calf being as small of a muscle as as it is, and it's so vulnerable, right? Even if you do try to check it, it it have to be a perfect fucking check it, cause they're just forget the primitive nerve or something like that so it's like when you hit your elbow and you hit that sweet spot the the not so funny bone i call it uh, that's essentially what a calf kick does right it it kind of it deadens your leg after about three or four of them and connor ate about two you could tell after the first one dustin knew after the first one he was feeling it and so by the time Dustin landed three or four, it was already, that leg was already shut off. And then, well, we all know what happened then. Your lower body takes, kind of comp, uh, not compensates, but uh, compromises your punching power, right? If you're, if, if you're on a dead leg, you're not going to have that, that wowing touch of death that Connor's known for. Um which ultimately ended up to him getting TKO'd, which props to Dustin. Uh, There's really no excuses in this one. I know he caught him with a beautiful, I think it was a a left hook or a right hook. Either way, he he caught Connor with a hook, and just the way he fell, um, you could tell Connor was not expecting that. And... uh, I know, I know Connor said inactivity. Um, his coach, John Cavanaugh, said that he didn't really think that would be as big of an issue because Connor's, you know, they spar so much. Um, but he also said that a reason, like they had, apparently they had a, uh, his coach said they brought in a one of Ireland's better kickboxers, um, and they were practicing against leg kicks, that's something they expected. But when you're wearing shin guards, you know, it, you don't really have as much respect for checking kicks like that. You know, you feel it, but it, it nothing compares to shin on bone, or shin to shin, or shin on muscle, right? So, there's that. I also think that Connor's got a change up that karate stance, man. Um, 
that wide stance. That leg is just there for the taking, and he's been kicked in the leg throughout his career. Um, but it's just that low calf kick, man. And I don't think the calf kick's been as popular as it is um, when Connor has been. Like, the last time Connor fought, when was that now? Cowboy, even before that. I mean, what? It was 40 seconds against Cowboy. He was out a while before that. Within Connor's inactivity, we've kind of seen the calf kick become, I don't want to say revolutionary, but it's really been more more useful in fights. You're seeing a lot more low calf kicks, right? They just added it in UFC 4 of the game, um, which is pretty cool, but it's not something you used to see a lot, and I don't think it's something Connor's ever really faced before. Um, so we'll see. I, uh, I hope for the trilogy. Um, I really do. Uh, whether it's for the title or not, I know Connor is pounding the table for the trilogy and he wants it by summertime. May would be cool. I know his coach was saying, but I would like to see him fight one more time before the rematch. I really would. Um, because every time he's lost, he's come back, right? The DS fight. Um, you know, whatever it may be, his coach said, nobody loses better than better than Conor McGregor. As in, he was already, according to his coach, he was already doing a upper body workout the morning after the fight. You know, he he's ready to go. And his coach also said it was the best Conor he's seen. Uh, the most dedicated, um, and all that. So, I it, it sucks to see him lose like that, right? First TKO loss. Never seen him get dropped like that. Not dropped like that, but taken out like that, right? It's been a while since Connor's been busted up in the octagon. But, uh, I seen Khabib then put out a tweet saying this is what happens um, I'm paraphrasing, but it was something something along the lines of this is what happens when you change uh, partners that got you to being a champion in the first place, which I don't know how much truth there is to that. I know as far as the notorious documentary is Coach John Cavanaugh still there. Owen Roddy still a striking coach. Uh, Dylan Dennis has always has been a part of his grappling for a while. Um what I will point out is when they brought in, uh, what was the news? His, he was sparring one guy, uh, the Irish boxer, professional boxer. That was interesting to me, right? You're not going to get a whole lot of, I know they said they brought in the Irish uh, tie fighter too, but um, I, I can see why some people would criticize him sparring an up-and-coming young Irish boxer preparing for an MMA fight. And quite personally, I know his coach said if he doesn't get the desired fights he wants, which, you know, I hope and pray that Dana and the UFC gives Connor some some fights. I don't even necessarily care against who. I think anybody in the top 10 is fair. Or hell, I mean... I don't know where Kevin Lee fits in all of this, but that's not a fight I would be opposed to, right? Just something. And 
or Ally Quinta, Ally Quinta, the real estate guy. Uh, wouldn't hate that. Wouldn't hate the Gaethje fight. I would actually like the Gaethje fight. Um, well, yeah. Well, we'll see how that plays out. But back to the the boxing thing. I could see how that could be critiqued. You know. Uh, and how they were saying, oh, okay, so yes, I hope and pray that, you know, the UFC gives Conor some fights, because I don't want to see him go into boxing, you know, I, I really don't, I don't think, as much as I love the guy, I don't think, he's not going to beat Manny Pack. I don't, I'm not going to say he's not, never say never when it comes to this guy, but it's not a fight I really want to see, I, I want to see him fully committed back in the octagon, none of this fucking couple UFC fights, six months committed to boxing. I actually think the layoff does play, did play a part in the loss, and his stance, he still had that wide uh, karate stance on his lower body, but his upper body, we didn't see that, you know, where he was, the uh, Eddie Alvarez fight, when he's kind of, you know, he's southpaw, so he's got his right hand out, kind of not even jabbing, just kind of toying, finding the distance. So we didn't see that. He had a more traditional, a stiffer. It really looked like a stiffer boxing stance. stance. And he was winning some of those exchanges. You could see it. But he, there was just... He wasn't controlling the distance. And had he been controlling the distance, there would have been a hell of a lot less damage to his calf. I can tell you that. But you can only move that leg out of the way so many times before you start getting timed. And um, then once Dustin started talking back to him, that was kind of the point where I was like, all right, dude, this guy came to fight. He is not thinking about what happened last time at this point. You know, Connor caught him clean a few times. I don't know if that built up his confidence because he realized he could take it. Um, but I think even Dustin himself said, you know, one one or two more of those shots probably would have wobbled him. So, had, and also probably not the, uh, the calf been compromised and taken away from that upper body, that torque power that makes Connor's left hand so dangerous in the first place. So, all in all, uh... Congratulations to Dustin Poirier. I mean, I got nothing against the guy. His hot sauce is sitting in my fridge half empty because it's some good shit. I gotta say, it is a very good hot sauce. And um, as far as how I would matchmake uh, for the upcoming unknown when it comes to Chandler and Poirier, I would probably do well that whole top five, top ten. I would probably do, yeah, man, probably Gaethje and Oliveira. You could do Gaethje Oliveira, or you could do Connor Oliveira, or you could do Connor Gaethje. You know, I'd actually like to see Connor and Gaethje. I want to see Connor really correct those leg kicks, and nobody throws more fucking leg kicks than. Gaethje, and he's a dog too, man. I think he could beat Connor after what we've seen. Connor's fate, you know, like all of us, kind of, kind of relies on 
can he make those adjustments, which he's proven in the past he can, right? It's just another flame lit under his ass to keep him motivated, hopefully. And hopefully we see three to four more fights this year from him. I know he said he wanted to fight seven times in the next 14 months. Well, let's do our job as fans and get the UFC to give him give him another fight here, hopefully within the next two, three months. Um, before summer would be would be preferable. Um, you know, I don't expect that Dustin's going to give him the first shot at the title. You know, whenever Khabib, you know, lets it go, or I guess I don't know what the stance is on that. I know Khabib said he's not coming back, but uh, vacant title, I guess is what I'm saying. When, when Dustin officially gets the title, because he felt like this fight should have been for the title, I can understand that. But I think we as fans should be grateful that it wasn't because then, you know, that's even less likely for the trilogy fight so soon. So it was kind of a blessing in disguise for Connor to lose and the title had not been on the line because he still can get that trilogy fight fairly soon, right? It didn't take a lot of damage. I mean, yes, his leg was compromised, his calf, but that was muscle damage. That was soreness. There was no bone damage. So his coach said... In the next 7 to 10 days maximum, they'll be back fully training. And, uh, you know, Connor, he's dog. He's he's already back, or doing what he can, upper body-wise. Um, so, yeah, I think that about covers it. You guys can expect more UFC coverage from me. Uh, I'll try to do a little bit better in-depth analysis. I don't... Didn't take notes or anything for this one. Just kind of going off the top of my head. And what I remember from the other night. And I, I had to double check the standings of the lightweight division. Uh, just to see. I know Kevin Lee, I think he's about 12. I think he's ranked 12. I don't know why I keep bringing that guy up for some reason. But stylistically, I wouldn't hate to see Kevin Lee versus McGregor. I know Kevin Lee's coming off. I don't know if he has hip surgery or something like that. He's coming off some surgery. Um, but in that Tony Ferguson fight, man, I mean, he's a scrapper. I'll give him that. I don't like the guy's persona. I think he's actually kind of a, you know, after Connor did his thing back in the day, Kevin Lee was one of those guys who kind of was taken from that blueprint a little too obviously. But, I mean, really anybody in the top ten, that whole division, um... I'm trying to think of that other what's the Russian guy in that Islam Shamayev. I wouldn't that would be a very intriguing fight too. I think he's ranked thirteen, maybe something like that. Outside of the top ten, but I mean that guy's probably gonna make his way into the top ten pretty soon. So really any any of those fights Connor, Gaethje, Connor, Oliveira, um, Michael Chandler, Gaethje, Michael Chandler, uh, Ali Quinta, or Chandler, Sh- or, uh, yeah, Chandler versus, uh, Islam Makashev, that would be a good one, um, I think, I haven't seen a whole lot of Islam Shamayev either, but, uh, I know he's a dog, man. All those fucking Russian guys are. Those Russian wrestlers are just fucking tanks. So there's a lot that uh, Dana and the UFC can really 
do. I mean, the lightweight division is fucking loaded right now. Um, I expect to see Gaethje soon. Probably sooner than Connor, if not the twos of them. I know there's still some unfinished business. Well, business that was never officially started in the first place between Connor and Gaethje. Gaethje. Justin Gaethje genuinely does not like Connor. I think he's even on record saying that he was a piece of shit dad or a piece of shit father. Something along those lines. So that would be a good one. Get Connor in there against someone who throws some leg kicks, man. That's why I think that's mainly why I'm bringing up Kevin Lee. From what I've seen, he's a guy that's going to throw a lot of, not a lot, but a reasonable amount of kicks. Um, get, get him in there with somebody, you know, get him a couple more minutes. For sure, the seven and, seven and change of minutes he was in there was better than 40 seconds against Cerrone, right? So, we'll see, man. I mean, I think it's going to be a good year of fighting. I think Connor is going to... I think he's going to resurrect. I think he's going to bounce back like he does. Um, I just hope he doesn't float off into boxing. I really don't. Um, I'd rather see him do that when he really plans on hanging up the UF, the four-ounce gloves, maybe. Um, I'd rather see him retire from MMA and go and, uh, and then go to boxing and try to you know make his run there versus kind of self-sabotaging, you know, going back and forth, so, we'll see, man, um, as always, thanks for listening, uh, hope you guys got some entertainment out of this, just kind of off the top of my head, late night thoughts on the event, but, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, peace.